0: yo 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 what is up everybody it is your favorite fat boy ray ray Kuminich, with another fat boy takes yes it is 9 53 a.m and your boy is doing a pod during the week well actually i had wrote all the notes on freaking saturday and friday i was gonna do it then but i was hella tired from work all this working have your boy tired as fuck um but yeah today's part we're gonna talk about the trade deadline yes the trade deadline was like kind of underwhelming but it's okay uh i'll give some takes on that i'll kind of talk about the trades today which ones i like which ones i do not like um also i'm gonna talk about the the raps and celtics today the 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 reason I'm kind of doing it like that now because it's kind of easier to do just like two teams instead of doing like six teams. I literally feel like I'm here forever and I don't even know if you guys even sit through that whole thing. But whoever sits through the whole thing, I really appreciate it because I know it is kind of hard hearing me talk for an hour. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be hard getting through this podcast. I'm pretty sure you can tell your boy is a little bit under the weather, which I am. Uh, I stay sick like I've been sick this whole winter this whole winter sucks ass I literally should have taken something not to get sick but here we are your boys gonna get into it right now Uh, so don't forget to follow the pod on Podbean, spotify or if you look for this pod on spotify it is fat it's a it's a fat boy takes with spaces between every word My buddy showed me the other day that it's not all together, that it's all separated. Kind of weird, but whatever. Um, But yeah, I'm also on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow there. Um, Without further ado, let's get into this one. This one will probably be short and sweet pod, nothing crazy. Oh, and I'll also talk about a little bit about the Super Bowl. I was obviously wrong. But it is okay, because your boy don't give a shit, because he didn't give a fucking one. <laughs> Alright, well, here we go. Alright, so let's get into this trade deadline. So basically, like, to me, I feel like there was only, like, two big trades. Like, two really, really important ones. Uh, but I will talk about all of them. And those two important trades to me was the Wiggins and Delo trade, and then the Morris trade to the Clippers. Uh, other than that, the Capella trades, like, whatever... It's not a trade that's going to have any impact on the season like right now. Kind of same with the D-Lo one, but that one doesn't really matter because that one, time will tell. But basically, I'm going to talk about the D-Lo trade first, the D-Lo for Wiggins, the swap. To me, I feel like that trade is going to be a bad trade in the long run because I I think D-Lo is the better player. Uh, we've already had Wiggins in the league for six years. He he has not lived up to anybody's expectations. Everybody literally thought Wiggins was gonna be a, a, a mini LeBron super super athletic was able to shoot when he came to the league but he wasn't nothing he has not lived up to those expectations as to Dilo, came in with like not crazy high expectations. He's actually exceeded his expectations. Um, the kid's been balling. Uh, I just find it very weird that Steve Crow is like, I don't know about this, about him in the fit. He looked fine to me playing for that team, I guess. Uh, and then that's one thing about Dilo too. Dilo is a killer. Dilo is not afraid to take a big shot. Dilo got ice in his veins. That man literally says, yo, I got ice in my veins. It is very, very true. I've seen that kid just pull up and take some pretty big shots and not give a shit as to Wiggins. I never see Wiggins sit like I, Wiggins does not have that killer mentality with me. Wiggins is like one of those players that's like hella passive and it's really, really weird. Cause Andrew Wiggins can literally get to the rim at will. So it's like really, really weird just watching these two dudes play deals, a smaller guy and he's just not afraid to go at the basket to take a big shot to where Wiggins is like more passive. Um, their stats are like literally identical. But to me, I feel like Dilo is the better player because Dilo's also the better playmaker. And Dilo is, like I said, I just said it, the man's a killer. He ain't afraid to take no big shots. The man ain't afraid of the spotlight. As to where Wiggins, he kind of shies away from it. Uh, like I've been hearing reports that, you know, everybody's like, oh, Dilo didn't fit. I don't understand how Dilo didn't fit. Dilo was playing fine with the Golden State Warriors. Um,. I guess Kerr didn't like the fit, so Kerr was like, "Whatever." He traded him, which is I guess it's good for D'Lo. He gets a fresh start again. Um, also, he gets to play with his friend Cat. Cat's been wanting to play with D'Lo since he got in the league. So obviously, the Timberwolves are happy. They're gonna get to keep Cat happy because obviously Cat is miserable. He, the, the Timberwolves have not lived up to the hype uh since they got cat and they had wiggins also they made the playoffs with butler but they were in eight got bounced in the first round or whatever uh so that team really has not lived up to any of the expectations either <clears throat> so but i guess cat's happy he's been wanting to play with his boy so it's good keep him happy um also that just showed that the t-wolves uh knew that wiggins wasn't the franchise guy obviously cat is obviously the franchise guy um It just, they show it by, you know, obviously they went and go get his guy to keep him happy, to keep him, you know, so he's not upset because they keep losing. Uh, I feel like D'Lo is a better player, but I feel like Wiggins is going to the better situation. The reason I say that is because, let's just be honest, uh, yeah, the Warriors suck this year, but next year the Warriors are going to be fucking good like real damn good. Once Seth comes back, once once Clay comes back, Wiggins, and then you're going to have Green playing at an elite level with his two shooter, with the two best two of the best shooters in the league. That team's going to be good again. Also, they're going to have like a top 5 pick guaranteed cuz they're probably going to have the worst record in the league. Um so yeah, basically uh I think, I think I think the Warriors are going to take an L on this trade. Because I think D'Lo is the better player. But I guess time will tell. Hopefully I'm wrong. Like you know me. I don't care. I'll take my L's. It don't matter to me. But I do feel like the Warriors are going to take this L. But I guess we'll find out. Uh, now let's talk about the, the other trade. There's like two two more trades. The Capella the to Hawks trade. That trade to me was kind of weird like the rockets are just like you know what guys we're going small we're gonna fucking play pj tucker at center what the fuck like bro the west has nothing but size this is like a trade to me that made no sense it made sense for the hawks obviously the hawks have been looking for a big man for a while and you know they they're gonna get a good big man you know he's worth. I don't think he's worth seventeen mil. Maybe around the twelve range, but whatever. That man got paid. But to me, this the this is a good trade for the Hawks. I think this is a bad trade for the Rockets. So even though their little small ball line, small ball lineup is working right now, I don't see the small ball lineup working in the in the playoffs. So if they play the if they play the Nuggets or the Lakers. This team's fucked. Even though the Rockets did win their last game against the Lakers, um, mind you, they shot 19 for like 20, 28 from three. They made 19 threes. If if uh, if the Rockets don't make 19 threes, they literally don't win that game. But they did win it. <coughs> uh, I like and also like the I like the trade for the Timberwolves picking up Malik Beasley, and then also the Nuggets. They shipped salary, which is good for the Nuggets. Also, I know Paul Millsap is coming off the Bucks next year because he's there he doesn't have an option. His contract is up, so they will get thirty million plus those expiring contracts to get off the Bucks. So to me I feel like the this trade was good for the Hawks. Bad for the Rockets. I just feel like the Rockets already said this team is literally where it's gonna be. This team is not going to Obviously if it was, they know already, they're not a championship team. It's it's obvious the Clippers are better The Lakers are better. The Nuggets are better The Rockets just kind of sorta we're just like, you know what? F it. We know we're not gonna do anything Let's just uh Blow it up. Well not blow it up But let's trade that piece and see how we do just going small because that's that's what they literally This trade says to me. They're just throwing in the towel like, oh, fuck it. We're just going to try this, and we're just going to go at it 100% small ball all the time. Um. Uh, also, this is the other big trade that I that I think this is probably the biggest trade. Like, this is a trade that is going to affect the outcome of the Western Conference. Obviously, I've been saying this all the time. I, I have the Clippers as a lock to make it to the Western Conference Finals and the Championship. This trade right here just makes that even easier for them. The fact that they went out there and got Mark, Mark Marcus Morris for Joe Harkless and a first-round pick is mind-blowing to me. Like, they got this man for peanuts. Uh, I don't know what the hell the Lakers were thinking not wanting to trade Kyle Kuzma and Darren Green. That, to me, was really, really weird considering that the, Na- the Lakers need shooting. They still need shooting. And Morris is shooting 44% from three. And I've, I've been hearing a lot of people say, oh, it's... And also, he's averaging 19 points. I've been hearing a lot of people say, "Like, oh, it's easy to average 19 points playing for the Knicks. The Knicks are hella trash. And it's like, uh, but he's shooting 44% from three. And another thing that Morris brings to the team, he brings toughness. This is a tough dude. This guy always leaves everything out on the floor. That is something I will say about Marcus Morris watching him play for the Celtics. This dude plays hard as shit. He gets in your face. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, he'll go at you. He does not care who the hell you are. Like, this dude is fucking a tough motherfucker. And that's something the Clippers... Like, obviously, the Clippers are tough already. But with this, they get even meaner. I think that's something the Lakers needed. So it doesn't really, I don't really understand why the Lakers were just so passive. Like, I don't get why Rob Palenka did not want to give up Kuzma and Green. Green has been absolutely terrible the past 10 games, past like 20 games. And it's like, why didn't you just trade him? Who cares? And Kuzma's been awful against every single contender. Kuzma has been terrible. I have not seen Kuzma have a good game against a contender I think he only had, like, one good game against a contender, and it was the Rockets. Other than that, he has been terrible. Morris, you already know what you're going to get from Morris. Even though last year he was averaging 15 off the bench, he was he, he's, you were going to get production from this guy no matter what. This dude gets buckets, and he's a great defender. That's something the Lakers also needed. They needed, they needed a dude that can defend wings, which he, Morris can defend wings, and they didn't pull the trigger. So, to me, this is the trade... The Clippers won the trade that night. That's how I feel because this is literally a trade that is going to affect the outcome of the Western Conference Finals. I think it it just puts the Clippers even more above the Lakers. That's just how I feel. It's like no hate towards the Lakers. I just feel that this trade right here was the best one out of all the trades because this one is the one that is going to affect the Western Conference the most when it comes to getting to the finals. So, and winning a championship. So, big ups to the Clippers. I feel like they won the deadline, the day deadline with this trade. Also the Iggy trade. I'm going to talk a bit about that right now. That trade to me, uh, even though they just got on for a first-rounder, the fact that he he got he's going to give a 30 mil for 2 years, I guess well 15 mil for 1 year and then it's an option the next year. Ah, uh, it kind of I don't know, I, I, I liked where the, the heater were at without him. I don't really feel like he he is going to make elevate this team above what they are. Like I don't see him putting them over. They're literally paying him fifteen million dollars to come off the bench and average six points. Everybody literally keeps saying like, Oh no, the defence, the defence I'm going to be 110% honest with you guys. I don't think Iggy can stop any of the wings of the Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward. Those guys have just been playing so damn good. I re- I just don't see Iggy. It's like Iggy can match up with one, but all three? Good luck. Also, I think he's kind of old. He looks kind of... He didn't look so hot in his in his debut, but mind you, he hasn't played a game since the finals of last year. So who knows? I guess we'll find out after the All Star break what he what the, what he's made of. <clears throat> We're gonna see if he was in the lab like he said. But I that's a trade I don't I don't really I don't I don't know. This is probably like the 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 weirdest one out of all of them because this is the one that you 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 actually have to wait and see like. If it's going to pan out or not. Because just for the simple fact that. He. Hasn't played in so long. So you don't know what he's going to give you. But I don't think. But for 15 mil. This man finessed. The heat. Finessed. Straight up dude. <laughs> um, Yeah that's pretty much it for the. Trades. Like I said. I think the Clippers won the Tread Day line with that trade. <laughs> I think the the hawks made a good trade for capella and i guess i don't know i think that rocket's trade is a terrible trade it's literally not going to do nothing for them but whatever we'll see um that's pretty much it for the trades let's get into that first i'm going to talk about the C's, and then we will talk about the reps and then that'll be it all right let's talk about the C's, boys so basically the C's right now are sitting in third place in the eastern conference they're proving all the haters wrong so many of the haters were saying that these dudes were going to be a sixth seed they're sitting up there in the third seed two games behind the raptors um the boston celtics right now are balling i'm just gonna say that right now it is safe to say the boston celtics have a big four right now how, how everybody's playing Gordon's playing out of his mind. JB's playing out of his mind. Jason Tatum is playing out of his mind. The proof is in the pudding. Jason Tatum just got Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Jalen Brown got Eastern Conference Player of the Week last week. So that's two C's players back-to-back getting the ECF Player of the Week. So big ups to them. They got the third best defense in the league right now. Um, They got a top five net rating, top five offense. This team's rolling right now. Um, JB con- I'm just gonna be honest that Jalen Brown contract is looking better and better every day the kid is up this game so much it's insane so it's like I don't want to hear anybody ever say that that Jalen Brown contract was a terrible contract and also that thing hasn't even kicked in yet it kicks in the next season so we're we're literally getting his this 20 points a game production on a seven million dollar contract which makes it even sweeter, dude. So that JB contract looking super fire right now. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. That contract looks so good right now. Uh, he's averaging. And also JB in the last 10 games is averaging 21 points. He's shooting 50% from the field. And he's playing great defense. This dude is on it right now. Also, Gordon Hayward in this 10-game in this stretch has been lights out he's shooting 52% from the field, 46% from 3, and he's he's shooting 86% from the free throw line. He's averaging 19 points. What like it looks like the Utah Gordon is back. Hopefully he can stay consistent cuz like I've been saying I think for this team to have any chance to beat the Bucks, they're going to need Gordon to play at this level. He just it's, I've been saying it all year. Um, when he's attacking, he creates so much for... He makes the offense so much easier for everybody. For Campbell, for Jalen, for Jason. When he's attacking, he just opens up so much. And also, to me, I feel like he is the best playmaker on the team. He is the best passer on the team. Him and Campbell are the two best playmakers on the team. Um, so when he's going... He collapses defenses. He's very, very good at hitting the, the open man for the J. Um, so when he's playing at a high level, he makes his team very, very hard to beat. Because he makes everybody else so much harder to guard when he's playing well. <clears throat> also, Kemba JT right now is freaking on fire. This boy is scorching hot right now. He's averaging 26 points. He's shooting 48% from the field. He's shooting 40, 49% from three. Jesus Christ, JT. Get him. <laughs> and then also, uh, like I said, he just got Eastern coverage Player of the Week. So this is he's coming off a very, very, very big week. The kid's been playing great. Uh, mind you, the Celtics have a really, really big game coming up today. They play the Rockets. That should be a good game. Um, if you're a Celtics fan, you got to be concerned about this one. James Harden always goes off against the Seas. But we'll see. The Seas have been playing very, very well. Also, uh, that boy Kemba has been balling as well. Um, he's finally back from injuries. So it looks like he's getting his... He's not getting a little bit of the rust off, so he's shooting 38% from the field, 40 from 3, 86% from the lines, averaging five assists, averaging twenty one points. So the big obviously there you have it. There's a there's a reason this team is doing so well. They have literally have four players averaging twenty points per game. Um they just teams just playing great right now. Um also they have the second best net rating in the league. Uh fifth best offense third best defense so this team is gonna be pretty damn hard to beat in the playoffs I don't think anybody wants to see this team in the playoffs also I gotta give it up to Daniel Theis Daniel Theis has been incredible he has been balling his defense has stepped up so much like I'm impressed like it's his defense has grown so much this year it's nice to watch because I've been watching that guy since he got drafted by the C's. Well, since they signed him, uh, he didn't get drafted. Uh, and it's nice to watch that he's his hard work is paying off. Uh, I guess uh, we'll see what these dudes do in the playoffs. Because this team is a bona fide top three seed. Obviously, the Bucks have the one seed locked up. So the Celtics are fighting the Raps for that second seed. And on that note, let's start talking about the Raps. What the raps are currently on a fifteen game win streak. This team is literally fucking killing right now. Uh they have the fourth best net rating. Uh they have the second best defense in the league. Um <clears throat> Pascal is really, really showing that he's the man that he deserved that max. The kid is playing fucking great. The kid was injured. He's back ever since he came back. He's just been balling. And also, another thing—that's something about the raps—they've been dealing with injuries, and during the, this whole fifteen-game win streak, and they, and their role players have stepped up big time. The role players—that's something that I've noticed about the Raptors' role players—they always step up when their players are injured. They always do what they gotta do to take care of business to get that W. So big ups to all their role players. Um, so let's talk about Spicy P. So basically, Spicy Pete right now is literally—he's averaging twenty-two points a game, eight rebounds. He's shooting forty-four percent from the field. He's shooting a little bit. It's, he's a little underwhelming from the three-point line, which makes it even more impressive because he's—he's not shooting the three-ball well, and he's still getting his buckets. He's still getting his numbers. Um. Obviously, the whole team is playing great team defense. If the team is, has the second-best defense in the league, um i'm gonna just be honest another big reason for the success of this team is fred van vliet mini drake uh i think this dude needs to be put in the running for most improved player because this dude has just been out of control he's literally she's shooting great from three 43 from three he's averaging seven assists 16 points uh this dude right here literally went from being up of a role player off the bench to being like a very 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 serviceable starter um he's all of all of his totals are up um so big goes to van though for having a big season the dude stepped up big time when they need him also call laurie mr reliable mr buffet eden man been balling too, averaging 18 points in this uh, in this uh 15 game stretch also i know he got injured um but like I said, also, Serge Ibaka's been balling, Marcus All these dudes have just been playing great. Obviously, they're on a 15-game win streak. Um, it's just nice to see, though, because a lot of people were just hating on the Raps. Like, I, I I, called it at the beginning of the season. I said the Raps would be a top-four team in the East. Uh, but I, I know a lot of people were like, oh, the Raps, they dead. No Kawhi, they dead. This team gonna suck, blah 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 blah. And I was just like, wait, how is this team gonna suck? Uh, They literally just they have they just have the dude that won the most improved player. Like, how is this team gonna suck? The whole team's literally the same team, just minus Kawhi. Yes, mind you, Kawhi is a great player. Like, Kawhi's amazing. Um, but Pascal Siakam has been like killing it. So he's been showing he's worth that contract. I'm glad that I was right about the raps though being a top four seed they're literally sitting second in the east uh the east is pretty damn hard conference this year there's like four really good teams the seas the bucks the raps now never mind three well the heat the Heat are really good as well there you go that's the fourth team I was gonna say the sixers yikes dude the sixers are a dumpster fight right now we're not even gonna get into that team I'm going to be here all night talking massive shit about the Sixers. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Even though some of you will love it. Because I know some of you that listen to the pod hate the Sixers. Andre. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, But, yeah. What else can I say about the raps, man? Fourth best net rating in the league. Uh, second best defense in the league. Top five offense. Dudes are just killing it, man. Um that's pretty much it about the raps I'm glad that those dudes are playing great by the way like no hate like a lot of people were kept doubting this team saying this team was gonna suck so I'm glad they're pulling all the fucking haters wrong they're showing all the haters the fuck up and they're just getting buckets and getting W's uh, hopefully well hopefully my C's do see them in the second round cause I know that series will not disappoint that series will literally be fucking amazing um so i hope they do play in the second round i think the series will be fire dude it will be a seven game series up to whoever wins whoever has home court takes the dub um but yeah enough on the reps uh let's talk about the super bowl all right so basically that super bowl was pretty weird i literally i picked the niners to win i won't be honest I thought the Niners had it in the bag. Like, I w- I didn't watch the Super Bowl, mind you. I was sleeping all day because I work nights. So, like, I woke up and it's like the third quarter and I see the Niners are up like 20 10 after, after the third. And I'm like, 2010? This defense? This defense isn't going to give up uh, a fucking another touchdown in a field goal. This game's over. Dude, no fucking joke. I go in the shower. Like, right before I go in the shower, they score a touchdown. So, it's what? 20, 20, no, it wasn't even 2010. It was, like, 23. It was, like, something like that. I go in the shower, and then it come out. It's, like, 2017. And I'm, like, eh, I think the Niners are going to get another score. I'm, like, okay, well, I go, come back, and then I leave to work. It's still 2010. By the time I get to work, it's 24-20. Just like what the fuck just happened, I literally did not see the Niners D giving up those three touchdowns. I did not see that coming. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Like it's like I said, it was it's hard to bet against Mahomes, but against the best defense in the league, I did not see that coming. So big ups to Mahomes for finding a crack in the in their defense, cause dude, that kid was clutch. Also, so. Big ups to the Chiefs for winning a Super Bowl. I know they hadn't won a Super Bowl in like 50 years or something like that. So big ups to the KC fans. I'm glad you guys won a Super Bowl. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, the Niners shook. I understand why they just didn't pound the ball. It's all they had to do. They were winning by two by a touchdown and a fucking field goal. They just, they just kept pounding the ball. Oh, and also that's something I had said. I had told some of my buddies, I was like, I feel like Garoppolo's going to choke garoppolo has not they've been hiding him the whole time they have not used the man at all during the whole playoffs no games were on his shoulders it was all about the run game the run game literally carried him to the damn finals the run game and the defense carried him to the super bowl when they needed garoppolo to make plays he could not make the plays let's just be honest he couldn't get first downs he couldn't make the plays he got picked uh garoppolo choked safe to say and the Niners. The Niners should be the Super Bowl champs. All they had to do was run the ball the whole time. But they went away from the run. So they fucking shit the bed there. Um, <clears throat> Basically, that's the take on the Super Bowl. Uh, since I didn't, I didn't really give a shit. Because uh, my team wasn't playing in it. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I will catch you guys later. I'm going to get out of here. I want to go back to sleep. Because I do work tonight. Um, I hope all you guys have a great day. Um, don't forget to follow the pod on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify. Um, I am going to have, I am going to try to have a guest soon on the pod. Uh, my buddy Andre. Uh, but like right now, our schedules on the weekends are kind of shitty. Like I gotta kind of plan it out with my boy so we can, so I can get him on the pod. Also, uh, I've been trying to get the lifelong Laker fan, but my boy's been hella hella busy. My boy's going to school to be an engineer. Also, Dr. Gabe has been slacking. I've been telling Dr. Gabe to come on the pod with me for a while. But, you know, he too busy doing it big, Mr. PhD. Just kidding, y'all. But, yeah, I'm going to try to get Dr. Gabe on the pod as well. Um, yeah, but hope you guys enjoy this one. Take care. Don't forget to follow the pod. I hope you guys have a great day today. I know it's rough working during the week it always sucks. But hang in there, boys. Also, I got a fucking PTO coming up. So, fuck yeah. All right, guys. Have a good day. Take care.